gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, you are listening to Broken But Glorious. Hulk Hogan, Hollywood Hulkster, whatever they call you, I'm coming after you, you coward. Hello and welcome to Broken Glorious. I'm Chris Lapp and I'm delighted to be joined by free time wrestling author Oliver Newman. How are you doing this afternoon, Oliver? <laughs> yeah, this afternoon. This is a, uh, a special special time for us. We usually record on a night. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm doing fine, thanks. Apart from watching the Hall of Fame live and basically just getting out of bed. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I'm, uh, I'm doing good, thanks. How are you, Chris? I'm very well, thanks. Yeah. I'm a bit tired, but... Alright. So, so um, before we get into it, you've got a special offer on your books for listeners who of the show. Yeah, um, just because it's like WrestleMania Day, uh, I've decided to make a fans' perspective one man's exploration of British wrestling. Uh, 2016, what a year to be a fan of WWE, and late, well, it's not late, book actually, because <laughs> there's another one. Um, how My Lifelong Dream Became a Nightmare, uh, all available on a Kindle. Uh, means you can get it instantaneously. Just to take the edge off on WrestleMania Day, if yeah. you're sick of wrestling, which shows how spoiled we are, um, then you know you can you can do some reading. Um, it's available in all different territories, so UK, USA, Japan. Italy, France, Spain, Germany, and if you search my name, not Holland, Brazil, Mexico, Australia, uh, hopefully I haven't missed anything out, um, <laughs> then yeah, it should be available there as well, just for the, the uh, 24 hours of WrestleMania day, uh, specific time, so it went live about 4 o'clock in the morning, I think, so yeah, uh, hopefully you'll, you'll enjoy reading them, and the only thing I ask is uh, if you do read them, if you could leave, leave a review on Amazon. Yeah. Because that's absolutely crucial to a, an author's success, really. Um, reviews are absolutely key. Cool. Well, I'll put a, a link in the description to, so people can download them. So that finishes at after, as soon as WrestleMania's finished? Or, so. Well, basically, if you download on Kindle, you've, you've got it forever. Yeah. Um, so... Even if you weren't to read it today, which, you know, there's so much going on, isn't there? Um, you know, then uh, you can you can read it whenever, just got to download it by the end of uh, Pacific time in, in America. So we're about eight hours behind, I think. So, yeah, there's, a, there's enough time today to be able to do it and going into tomorrow morning. Oh, brilliant. <clears throat> so one quick thing before we get into our review. So I just want to get your thoughts on your favourite wrestler, Bret Hart, being attacked by, we call him a fan. <laughs> we're, not, we're not calling him a fan, Chris. I don't know. I don't um, know that. During um, his um, some, Hall of Fame speech. So. Yeah, some some disgusting uh, arsehole of a man mm. attacked Bret Hart. You know, this is a, a 61-year-old man who's had a stroke, who's gone through K1, 
cancer. Um, it's absolutely disgusting, in all honesty. Uh, you know, when it, when he was dealt with and stuff, you know, the people who he was dealt with, you know, why would you do that? No, in, in no all honesty, uh, there was <clears throat> UFC fighters. Some of the, the WWE wrestlers got their hands on him as well, didn't they? So, yeah, that's good. Uh, at least it was dealt with in that way. But um, watching it live, I mean, I was, I was promoting the books and stuff, and I was like, well, is this like a storyline as, um, you know, Nia Jackson to mean him possibly attacked for a heart to put some steam onto the match? Um, for the women's tag titles because you know they've never done that with the Hall of Fame but because there's a wrestling ring in the middle of the the set this time I thought oh maybe they'll they'll do some work stuff Um, so when I turned back the screen had gone black they were focused on the fans and then you just saw this person getting carried out and stuff and then uh, Drake Maverick comes into the centre of the podium and just says forget about that person and uh, carry on with the speech and then Brett just turned around and said well this is what it was like being uh, you know a, a bad guy in 1985 <laughs> and you just just think to yourself the professionalism of the man yeah. and, and Natalia <clears throat> was superb because you know much like um, you know Jack Grealish uh, with regards to football if that person has any kind of weapon uh, the security was nowhere near, no. and you just—it's it, just, it, it's just uh, <clears throat> scary, scary, really scary to be honest. Um, yeah, what what could have happened because the security was nowhere near anything, so it just takes that split second. And now I've seen today that this person been sending crazy tweets about the the women being the main event, being a, a step backwards. Yeah. He's like, this, this person is not a fan, Chris. They're no. an absolute disgrace. Everyone's entitled to their opinion, but no, this is this is going above and beyond and yeah, just absolute disgrace, in all honesty. And it took the, the shine off a, a really good Hall of Fame. Um, obviously, with Bret Hart and Natalia's professionalism, that was really good. But I thought the person who stole the show um, was Tori Wilson. Well, I know, because um, her, her dad, for those who don't know, her dad died two days ago, was it? Was it yes? Yeah, exactly. Um, we, we did, I didn't know that until part through the, the speech and stuff, mm. but it was lovely seeing Stacey Keebler back because I was like, who's going to induct her? I yeah. thought maybe Lillian Garcia because of their friendship. Um, so to see Stacey Keebler back after 13 years was, was a really nice surprise. But Tori's just just seemed like the most genuine and <clears throat> it, it was just amazing like how can a woman you know in, in like the majority of people's thoughts and stuff uh who's so beautiful um you know she was so genuine so raw so emotional uh with her thoughts and feelings and like she showed like insecurity and vulnerability and the speech was just inspiring yeah. um really was just Amazing. If they had to stop the Hall of Fame there and then, if that had been the main, um, the, the main person getting inducted, it would have been a really great end to the show. Uh, I thought it was, I thought it was amazing, honestly. Uh, the, the other people who were inducted, it, you know, just just normal Hall of Fame speeches with 
with all due respect. I thought that she, she it was just an inspired, inspiring speech, not necessarily about her, but just trying to help other people, which is not what happens at Hall of Fame, is it? it's no. normally about the person and stuff. So really, really liked her speech. Brett and Natalia's professionalism uh, was fantastic. Um, obviously, uh, you know, uh, X-Pac said about China Memorial Battle Royal. I heard that. That's, that sounds a great idea. Yeah, so. that would be a fantastic idea. And hopefully in 2020, China can be the, the only woman going into the Hall of Fame because uh, that would be fitting, basically, yeah. with uh, Becky and Charlotte and Ronda being the main event of WrestleMania. So next year, maybe she's the... Um, the main attraction on the Hall of Fame. Yeah, she definitely uh, deserves it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Maybe if she's like the closing attraction, <clears throat> then that would be a great way to do it, wouldn't it? So, um, you know, a bit of juvenile stuff by DX, but I love the fact that um, Xbox showed out, showed out Jerry Lynn, yeah. who is, uh, you know, he said he's one of the best wrestlers that's ever stepped in the ring, and he was like, I'm not sure if too many people know him and I was thinking wow that's indicative of the society isn't it he's you know, <laughs> world champion and yeah. television champion but people won't know who he is uh, and the one thing I was thinking it, this will go into like, the NXT takeover and stuff but how spoiled we are as wrestling fans yeah, I, definitely. I, was think, I, I was thinking to myself oh I've got so much wrestling to watch this weekend but you'll remember this Chris because you're the same kind of age but you had to wait until Friday night to watch wrestling. Yeah, definitely. And, that, and now you can watch it whenever you want. It's it's crazy how far we've gone. Um, and we're, bit, we're barely yeah. watching any of the wrestling that's on this weekend. I, didn't, I haven't watched any of the G1. I didn't watch... Um, oh, oh, Jerry Ryan's penis party. I didn't watch... Um, yeah, but, <laughs> but what I mean is it's available to you. Yeah, it's you done. had to wait until Friday. You yeah. had to stay away from spoilers. Although the internet was wasn't really around then. No. Um, and, and then you got Raw, Nitro, Thunder on the Friday night. You got Heat on the Sunday night before pay-per-view. And then you got the pay-per-view. But that was like comparing hours in a week or a month. It's nothing compared to what you can watch now. No, definitely. Is what I mean by that. So, <clears throat> yeah. Right, so. Uh, really, really good Hall of Fame, though, obviously. Um just tired because of it, so. Friday, June 7th. See pun intended in action, doing what we do best, celebrating our historic tag team championship run. I can't tell you how many days we've been champion because I have not checked. Even though it's been since October 19th, 2018, you do the maths. Harry Cruz, cruising and bruising, unkillable Ryan Parrott. Come on down, it's for Jared. <laughs> Alright, so um, NXT TakeOver New York. Um, still think it should be Brooklyn Five. But, <laughs> but what a show. Um, NXT delivered once again. Seeing yeah, Shakira. Amazing show. Seeing Shakira in the crowd was unreal. Um, yeah, because she had yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm not sure what he's gonna, how he's going to be uh, treated in NXT, hopefully. Um, they've learned from like, the day with Army kind of thing. Do you think he'll still have the like um, Back to the Futury gimmicky thing? I don't know. I, I don't know 
too much about that in all honesty. I've only seen him kind of wrestle in New Japan. Yeah. So, excuse me. Um, I'm just looking forward to, to seeing, you know, what he can do, really. Um, if they will WWE him or allow him to be New Japan Kashida, that's, that's important, isn't it, really? Yeah. <clears throat> um, I was going to say, I've got no words to how we're going to start the show, but we might as well start at the beginning. <laughs> so, um, Champions War Raiders defeated Alistair Black and Ricochet via a pin. I thought this was an excellent, excellent tag team match. Broke all the typical tagged formulas. And it was a brilliant back and forth match from bell to bell. I thought it was going to be the most predictable match, but there was times when I was thinking, oh, are they going to do this? Are they going to do this? Have them go into WrestleMania as champions, but Yeah, exactly. I thought I thought it was like an all-action match. Yeah. Um, the flips and the dive, dives by the uh, War Raiders in particular were astounding. Um, it was it was just really good. It's it's like it, you know, it's um, what's the word? It's it's amazing how we like kind of tag team matches in NXT and think I don't know how this one's going to work and stuff Yeah. and then when it's all said and done they're, they're as good as anything else on the card um, you know it's just a fantastic start to the show really yeah it was amazing it was no surprise that for the loss of Ricochet and Black as it do you reckon it's their final NXT match I think I think that's the impression I got at the end I'm just hoping for the future they keep. Um, I'm not, I still want to call them War Machine, War Raiders. <laughs> just get, just get, go to NXT, kick ass, and then Black and Ricochet can develop into an elite tag team. I think for the next. Cause well, they... Exactly, and when the Raw War Raiders are called up, then you know they can be this. Hopefully, they'll be the same as NXT. You know, uh, kick ass, badass guys. Yeah, there are some reports that Ricochet picked up an injury, maybe a concussion during this match, and he will be assessed today as to whether he'll compete at WrestleMania. He's hoping he will. Yeah, you've, you said that off the air and stuff. Um, that actually did make sense on SmackDown because it's a punishment for the Usos forfeiting the, the Gauntlet match, isn't it? Yeah. I was like, why have they thrown these four teams together? But <clears> it's a punishment to try and get the tag titles off the Usos. For a while, if he's got a concussion. Yeah. Well, at least with this, if it was to be uh, one or the other, obviously in this case it'd be Alistair Black. He could be a single star on his own. Yeah, he? definitely. Yeah, it's, definitely. It's not, it's not like he needs his tag team partner to be a star. They're both single stars who are 
our tag team partners. Uh, next, we had um, champion the Velveteen Dream defeated Matt Riddle. I thought this was great. I thought the storyline between Riddle not buying into Dream's mind games and then getting frustrated that he couldn't put Dream away was brilliant. So, so. in this match and like going forward is there a chance they're going to turn Riddle I, 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 was, I was thinking that but I was thinking just for, they sometimes do the, do this in face versus face match where one of them will become a little bit heelish just so the fans have somebody to cheer yeah but, but I is d- Riddle I d- from New York I'm not sure to be honest I thought he was California yeah, I might be oh wrong. ok what with with the like, Yank East uh, trunks on and stuff like yeah. that, it was really surprising because they were booing the hell out of him. And, and he's like, well, and then you think to yourself, obviously, Valpatine Dream, the entrance alone was oh, that's amazing. Brilliant. Wasn't it? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> you know, it, it, it's just. It, it, it's just strange for me because you've, you've got this guy and he's ready-made for the for Raw and SmackDown and I just hope it's, it's not a waste because obviously it's a third brand and stuff but he's he's just doing the most amazing work and he needs to be seen by well it needs to be seen by thousands isn't it yeah um, but it, it needs to be seen on a weekly basis on a pay-per-view basis in all honesty he's just incredible he really really is but yeah, I, I called this as Riddle. Um, I lost three points. <laughs> I, 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 gained, I gained my three points for the, the War Raiders. Yeah. And I lost them because Riddle couldn't get the job done. Thanks for that one, Matt. Um, <laughs> no, I just had a feeling with just that they would keep keep it on Velveteen Dream. Like, so, um. Well, in all honesty, when you look at it, it was WWE made, kind of, obviously... Uh, small indies he was on wasn't he before he went to WWE against an independent wrestler and the way they built Matt Riddle was he's winning this title although obviously as you said he um, you know he's uh, sorry Velveteen Dream's been in been with the title for you know a short period of time mm-hmm. so he needed to retain it but it was just a tough one to call but they went with the WWE star over the independent star and that goes to show you when push comes to shove that's what they kind of do but that takes nothing away from the match uh, just fantastic could have gone either way and, and you would have been okay with it um, obviously the fans in attendance would have probably turned on Riddle which is quite shocking but um, yeah there's enough mannerisms there to say to if they did turn him in the future, he could pull it off. Yeah, do you think there's a chance he could be called up next, next week on Monday, is it? Rudolph, no, I think he's, he's, he still needs to be in NXT. Velveteen Dream could have got the call up if Riddle had the title. Yeah, that was my thinking, why maybe Riddle, they want Riddle on the main roster sooner rather than later, that's why they didn't give him the title. But. Yeah, I, I, I was thinking this as well when I was watching it, it's like, do you think they return on him because he's an MMA guy? And basically they just want to turn on people who've got an MMA background there. Ronda, etc. Maybe, yeah. 
think about all that. I just think you just need. Everyone loves Velveteen Dreams. They just rather than splitting the crowd, if you make something slightly hailish, then it just makes for a better atmosphere in the crowd usually. So. You think they were pushing him to, to be that way, or that's what the match was? Yeah, I think, I think that in the build-up they must have discussed. No, do you think he was just reacting to how the fans were reacting? Oh, I don't know. Um, yeah, maybe. That's that's what it looked like to me. But yeah, brilliant performance by both guys. Yeah. And this is this is two matches in, and it's just like, <laughs> what? What is happening? Yeah. Yeah, and then our next our next match was completely different again, <laughs> but it was brilliant again. So excellent! So Walter yeah. ended this nearly seven hundred day run of Pete Dunne, and oh, it was so raw and violent and hard hitting, and it just felt yeah. like a fight. It was like it was the chop versus the the, the elbow, and then yeah. by the end of the match, he could barely chop because he did so much damage to his hand throughout the match. It's just it just felt dead limp all his chops, but and then they had to finish yeah. it with a top ropes big splash, which I've never seen Walter do ever. <laughs> so. And uh, well, the top rope power one reminded me of WCW vs NWO World Tour. Mm. Um, unbelievable! He's like a rope and performance, doesn't it? Really, Walter has like worn himself out of the chops and yeah. beat on side elbowing him, elbowing him in the face. Sorry. Um, This was over, over just, 25 minutes long, wasn't it? It was a, it was a well, surprisingly long match. Yeah, so. Exactly. So you could have come in and Walter could have beat him really quickly, and I'd be like, whoa, Goldberg, that's not like, you know what I mean, from yeah. Survivor Series um, a few years back. And, and that would have been good for Walter and obviously devastating for Dunn, but to go 20 odd minutes just beating the living hell out of each other. Do we see Pete Dunne now? Do you think he's going up to NXT or do you think he's going straight to the main roster? Or? He's got to go to the main roster now, hasn't yeah. he? I suppose NXT, but then you go in after the North America title and the NXT title that you've had, you've held the equivalent for 685 days. So, I don't know. In all honesty, he shouldn't be on the NXT UK brand anymore. I don't think I'd, I'd move all of British Strong Style up so I don't think yeah I think they've, they've pretty much established um, NXT UK now I don't think they need British Strong Style as much anymore so. um, possibly to, to become tag team champions for the Mustache Mountain so mm. that they have got that to achieve in NXT UK but uh, for Pete <coughs> Dunn but once he goes, somebody else can step up, can't they? So yeah, um, yeah, he's 
zero needs on the main roster for uh, NXT. Uh, no, no bad reflection on NXT UK, but he, you know, he, he needs to, to keep moving on up. Um, and that, this is the next logical step. But an incredible match. Yeah, brilliant. I love it. <laughs> I thought it was a great match. Um, so, so was the next match. This is pri- I thought this was surprisingly brilliant. The fatal fall away between the women. So Baszler retained in the end. Um, I thought the whole match was in great spirits. There were so many near falls and everyone got the chance to shine. It was great drama. The great drama was between Shanae and um, Zayn. So they basically spent most of the match working together but then when it came to it they were breaking each other's putfalls so they didn't win. So... Were you surprised that they kept yeah, the belt on Baszler? Was yeah, surprised because um, this was a good chance to move it on, really. Not take the pinfall. Um, be even more vicious. Yeah. Uh, I, I thought it was a good opportunity to, to move it on. Um, to to E.R. Shirai. Um, my, only th- yeah. my only thinking is they may think that Belair's not quite ready, and they maybe they want to put Shirai and saying maybe try them in the tag division. So yeah, because we, we said about Sky Pirates, and you could see that's going to be an amazing match if it happens against yeah. Bailey and Sasha. Um, Sky Pirates just just in this match looked incredible. In all honesty, so they could either give because when's when's the next one? Is it June? So we've got a couple more months to get Belair a bit more ready. And maybe take it off her in June, or maybe give it to Cancel Array to take it off Basler. Well, but the thing is with Bianca Belair, it's like, well, what else does she have to do to kind of prove herself in this instance? instance um, her strength in this match to do the, is it KOD? Uh, times two? Yeah. Um, on the Shirai and uh, Zane. At the same incredible. time, that was brilliant. Yeah. Oh, you was, yeah. But I still, I still really enjoyed it. So. But I, I don't mean that in a disrespectful manner. It's just like when you look at like match of the night and stuff. Uh, and this like was, this was the, match, I, think, I think Uncle Dave will still give this four stars. <laughs> so yeah, he should do, uh, absolutely. So. Absolutely. I thought it was fast paced. Um, and I, like I said, I don't mean that in a disrespectful manner. It's just when you look at the card. Because the card was so good, mm. um, but yeah, fast paced, the pinfalls, the the fact that they were, and the storyline between Shirai and Zayn was brilliant. That the emotions on the face when they break up the pinfalls, they didn't want to do it, but they had to do it to just to keep themselves in the match. Yeah, was uh, was fantastic, and then Baszler just comes through as the, the spoiler and taps out. Uh, Bella and yeah, it, she she could keep the title for Pete Dunn kind of length or um, Asuka kind of length, and no one can really bat an eyelid because she's a badass. Yeah, she's brilliant. Um, <laughs> so uh, you know what I mean. Um, I, I I don't want to be in that creative meeting when you're taking the title off her. No. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean. But uh, yeah, it's that was. That was a fantastic women's match, and and like I said, it was uh, yeah uh, on an unbelievable card. 
since this poor match is in and we've not said one bad word. No. It's <laughs> just absolutely incredible. Yeah. Before we get on to the main events, I just want to say how amazing the crowd was the whole show as well. It really added to the overall pay-per-view. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Uh, from from start to finish, they were, they were fantastic. Uh, all right, so next up we had uh, John Gargani defeating Adam Cole to become, he won 2-1, <laughs> to become the new NXT champion. Um the first first quarter four went out. So I forgot it was two out of three fours. So I was like, oh, that's a bit of an abrupt ending to the match. <laughs> I was, like, <laughs> was you watching it live? No, no. I, was, I watched no, I watched no. it yesterday morning with my kids. So. Yeah, I watched it last night. Unfortunately, I, I told you this off there and stuff. I found out two of the results, yeah. which was Volta winning against Pete Dunn and Gargano beating Cole, which is absolutely gutting, but I was promoting my my new football book. Yeah. So um, I had no choice but to be online because the best time to promote a football book has got to be Saturday at three o'clock, hasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> um, so I had no choice there. Um, but yeah, this this match. I mean, when they were saying it, when and I've got to give a shout out to Mauro Ronaldo and commentary as well. I thought, yeah, yeah, definitely. My gosh, that guy can call a wrestling match. And make you feel like you were there. He's like, uh, he's like Joey Styles. Yeah. In all honesty, um, Joey Styles when he was a one-man team in ECW, and then with Joel Gardner, um, just amazing, amazing ball in the match. And he makes it. It is a sport, and he makes it feel like it's a sport, and makes everything feel bigger than what it is and stuff. And you know, for giving the the crowd props, which we should. Uh, Ronaldo is an absolute brilliant commentator. Um, yeah, but the match, and you were thinking, this is very Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart, WrestleMania 12, like, as in, they've already done the hype, um, the, the hype videos where Gargano went back to Cleveland and Cole's doing his uh, training in Florida. Yeah. So they've, done the, they've done the videos that Bret and Shawn did. And then the start of the match was... Um, slow and methodical trying to uh, you know st- st- it, was, it was like three completely different matches and the first, like the first four was like a slow technical match yeah. and the second one is more of an NXT style match and then the last one was more of like a PWG indie, American indie style type of match yeah it, it was like and you're thinking to yourself well this first four is crucial because Say if Gargano gets it, then Cole gets the second, and Gargano gets the third. But if Cole gets it, is Gargano, who's only won one NXT takeover match last year, yeah, is he going to beat Cole two straight falls? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and obviously he had that in the background. So, um, <clears throat> the, just the storytelling, though. My gosh, this is some of the greatest storytelling in NXT history. The fact that they couldn't hit their moves, so um, Cole hit Champa's moves, yeah, and Gargano hit Champa's moves, and there was kickouts and um, just just incredible stuff. In all honesty, I've, I've heard a couple of reviews where he thought they they got a bit of a 
overbooked mess towards the end. But I do usually say run-ins and ref bumps lead to overbooked messes, but I thought it needed it by the end of this match because it was nearly 40 minutes long, this match. So I think they just needed to switch it up a little bit. So when um, Undisputed Era interfered and he did the, I don't know what, Red Dragons, there's like the Eliminators finisher, I can't remember what's called. And he kicked out oh, of that man. again. Sorry? That'll do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think it needed it, and yeah, and it. Yeah. It's total elimination, isn't it? Total elimination, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's. I, I think in this situation, though, um, because he talked about NXT TV, he said there's strength in numbers. Yeah, definitely. So. So it made sense that the uh, the undisputed era, Carl O'Reilly, Bobby Fish, and Roderick Strong would interfere. Um, I would have booked it where they came in and battered him. So uh, during the second fall, so jo- Johnny wins the second fall by disqualification, but they absolutely destroy him, and then they have to go yeah. to the third match. That's, that's, what, that's how I would have booked it. So what do you, where do you see um, Adam Cole going from now? Uh, I don't know. Difficult one again, really. Do you see him go uh, to the main roster or do you see this feud carrying on for at least another... Oh, if this is the, the beginning of the feud, let it go on forever. Yeah. <laughs> In all honesty. Um, just, yeah, if, if this is just a... You know, the, the first match that they can have. I don't know where they go from here because the two out of three fall stipulations kind of, uh, you know, a way to end things or, or what have you. But, um, yeah, uh, let them, as the NXT faithful uh, chanted, fight forever. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say, whilst he didn't beat Champa for the championship, I think Gargano finally. It's, the, it's a good end to the story, even though it wasn't against Champa. Him finally winning the title, overcoming even the huge odds, the numbers, and finally he can be called Mr. Takeover now, or Johnny Takeover. Or whatever. But, the, but the thing is there, though, it isn't the end of the story, is it? It's just another story arc. Yeah. Because the story will continue when Champa comes back. And then you look at it, and it's absolutely insane. This story started in 2016. Well, yeah, 2016, because they got a rejection of them in 2015, didn't they? Yeah. When they both got a random NXT match as a tag team. And then they became DIY. Didn't they get randomly thrown together for the first Dusty Cup? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, And then they become DIY, and and then it's kind of gone from here. Um... And then you're just like, you just think to yourself, well, this could be four years later, and and it's still continuing. Yeah. <laughs> Which just just goes to show you, it's it's in, it's a, it's insane. 
because, um, you know, could, could you would look at any storyline on the main roster, it's got no chance of going four years, I suppose, apart from Brian against The Miz, maybe, but... Um, that has years gaps in between it. <laughs> yeah, well, years, yeah, years gaps. I had, I had, a, I had a, t- a two-year retirement in the middle. Well, yeah, but that's the one I could kind of compare yeah. it to. But this, this could go a good four years, and, and obviously in between, Champ is injured. So, um, yeah, just incredible storytelling. The fact, like I said, the fact that they were reversed and everything, and uh, Cole's using. Champers finisher, the fairy tale ending, uh, gonna do the DIY uh, finish and stuff. It's just, just an unbelievable match. Yeah, and really then um, NXT Takeover has proved they they're just like Marvel films where you don't leave during the credits. Did you <laughs> did you turn off or not? <laughs> No, no, yeah. I watched until the end. Yeah, so then, um, so Candace came out to celebrate with her husband. Gargano got into the crowd, family celebrated with his husband, uh, his father, and the family. And then he went up to the top of the ramp, and then Gargano came out and gave him both big hugs and said, "You deserve it." A bit weird. Champa came out. Champa came out. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah um, amazing. Like I said, it's uh, and then if you look at like NXT during this Dusty Rose battle as well in terms of story arcs, mm. uh, Argana turned on Champa yes. before he could turn on him. So it, it's just it's probably like the the Marvel uh, DC kind of films um, in, in terms of a storyline. It's just you know where do you go from here? And it's just unfortunate that uh, Champa's injured. Yeah, because it's yeah. Like, like if, imagine if it's like Alistair Black kind of injury and he's got to be out say a couple of months because he's injured but unfortunately this is a long term injury it would be amazing if they took a title off him because he's out for a couple of months Yeah. and then Champ has got to come back at Gargano again and then they could go and do it again quite easily and the, the match quality would obviously be amazing So could, could, um, could they keep the title on Gargano for a year 14 months and then when Champa comes back, starts again, or do they, do they not the, steal? The, the thing is, if this was the, the main roster, you know, it could, it could kind of be like the Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart of the main roster. Yeah. Which obviously the match quality is going to be amazing, but there's a lot of pressure on him to get the the ratings up, etc., etc. But because it's on the network, you could easily be champion for a year or. Um, go back and forth with a Valveteen Dream or a Riddle or a Cole and then get the title back just before Champa comes back. Mm-hmm. He doesn't need to be champion the whole time um, but could easily quite be uh, could quite easily be the champion for the whole time as well. This is the infamous Cameron Solis and you're listening to Broken But Glorious. <laughs> on Twitter yep. and uh, I gave them two 12 hour polls to kind of coincide with this and here are the results all caught up with NXT TakeOver New York ready to review on BBGWBud that's this uh, what was your match of the night we've got uh, 0% for other please stay so that was that one 17% for Matt Riddle against Valveteen Dream for the North American title. 
Volta versus Pete Dunne for the NXT UK title got 42%. Mm-hmm. And for the vacant NXT, it's got to be World Championship, hasn't it, now? NXT Championship was 42% as well. So wow. we got a draw between the NXT UK and the NXT uh, Championship. And last but no means, and I also asked what were your overall thoughts on NXT TakeOver New York. Average 0%, good 0%, very good 0%, fantastic 100. Wow. <laughs> so, so that goes to show you that uh, how we thought about the show is exactly <clears throat> how everyone else thought about the show. Uh, well, here's a question, though, because we always ask this. In terms of NXT takeovers, Chris, where do you reckon that ranks? It's, oh, I think it's the, it's at least the the favorite one I've done reviewing it. I think. Really? Wow. This is this is a card where everything was either very good yeah. or. Yeah. I'll have to go back and think about incredible. ones from fifteen and sixteen, but. Ones we've reviewed since 2017. This is definitely my favourite one. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, this this was a sensational show. Uh, yeah, unbelievable. Really was. And uh, I was looking looking forward to reviewing these so much after watching last night. Right, since we do the results of our prediction league, so in third place was Nick. He had nine points. So he kind of failed on his last couple of <laughs> second place with eleven points was Oliver. So that makes me Mr. One Hundred Percent. So every single one, mate. Right? <laughs> Seventeen. Not showing po- up at all. Eighteen points I got. So. <laughs> yeah. Was it out nineteen for you as well? No, I think eighteen out of eighteen. Got hundred percent. Okay. So we'll see. Uh, it, it will continue on our uh, mania review next week. But... As long as I beat Nick. <laughs> so as we usually do on um, takeover reviews, we're going to predict the next takeover card. So um, drop me to go first. Yeah, can do. Yeah, um, I've gone for Bailey and Sasha versus Sky Pirates. I've said, I've been promoting once in this match. I've said the last couple of shows. I think this, they need to do it on the next. Because there there isn't a WWE pay per view that month, I don't think. Well, it's not that weekend. Oh, pay per view in June. It's not that weekend. They're going to move it. Okay. It was meant to be the same weekend as Money in the Bank, but they moved Money in the Bank to May. Yeah, yeah. So it's not the same weekend. So I I, I don't know what date the June pay per view is. Hopefully they'll do a UK okay. pay per view the same weekend. Maybe. Yeah, could do. That would be good, actually, if they did a UK pay-per-view and had NXT, had the women's tag titles defended on the NXT the UK pay-per-view. That could be, yeah. Maybe. yeah. So, what's your first match? Um, I'm going to go with that because I believe in you, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think you've got an ear with someone backstage, possibly Triple H or William Regal. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I think that match would be be really good based on what I saw last night uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing them as a tag team and those four women would tear it up right, so I'm going to leave um, K- 
Kushida's debut till this one, so I'd have Kushida versus Adam Cole. I'm just th- I was just thinking of somebody who he knows, somebody who knows the, how the style, the NXT style and the New Japan style. Bring him in and have Kushida versus Adam Cole. Adam Cole's been in New Japan. Yeah. Has he? Um, see, with this, it would be, obviously we're thinking about uh, Ricochet and Alistair Black being called up to main roster. Yeah, that's my thinking. The, yeah, the absolute perfect opponent for Kushida would have been Ricochet, wouldn't it? Yeah, definitely. Um, let's have a look. Um, he's like a cruiserweight style, isn't he? The person I was thinking about was just somebody solid, like maybe a Roderick Strong, who wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't cost him to lose to Kushida, but he'll put on a really good, he's a good solid wrestler to put him against. Mm, um, I'm not sure. Uh, I'm going to go with the tag titles, maybe. Versus the Forgotten Sons. Wow, they yeah. yeah, I, I forgot about them. They yeah. got their due in the Dusty Rose Classic, to be honest. I think they were the best tag team. Uh, and, and it was much like Finn Balor and Samoa Joe winning the Dusty Rose Classic. Mm-hmm. I understand what he's done because obviously two, two major superstars and stuff. But uh, the, the ones that impressed were, you know, in, in this situation with Forgotten Sons, I was really, really impressed by them. So. Um, can't think of any other tag teams that are going to step up and they'll need to be bad guys won't they really yeah. to make it work so I think Forgotten Sons versus the um, the War Raiders yeah my, my, I was going to put them against the uh, Undisputed Air I just couldn't think of another tag team <laughs> yeah uh, that's my second match yeah, yeah my third match um, is not War Machine War, War Raiders versus <laughs> Undisputed era. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So, third match. Uh, we're going to go with five, aren't we? Yeah. Um, not necessary for a title, but mm-hmm. maybe Baszler against Tony Storm. Oh, mate. Oh, that'd be good. Uh, you know, depending on because don't want either title to change hands. But uh, I reckon that'd be a good match. So that's my uh, my third match. Yeah, I've got I've, my my women's match is Baszler versus Candice LeRae. I want to get LeRae away from being um, Johnny's wife to back to being a wrestler. Which, yeah, so, I, I can do um, that over the next couple of months. So. Fourth match. So you've not done a um, North American title match yet? Or, yeah, that's, or that's what title. I'm thinking. Um, I, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give him the biggest push that I can, really. Let's go with Kushida against Valvatine Dream. Oh, yeah. That, that's, that, was a, that was originally going to be one of my ones. But. Yeah, let's get him in there because I, I, I can't... It, it would be underwhelming to... To put him in there with just just in a match, yeah. I think it, that's what happened with Hideo Itami. You you had this guy, Kenta, huge superstar, one of the biggest, best Japanese exports, 
and then you started putting him in tag matches and stuff. Yeah. So then he'd be Kenta and kick people in the face and, you know, be shake a knee and go to sleep and stuff. I know he, he broke uh, Brian Kendrick's uh, cheek, I think. Yeah. But that was just, that's just an unfortunate accident. It just happens, doesn't it? Um, but, um, yeah, Kashida versus Valentin Drew. Let's do it. Yeah, I've got, I've got, I've gone, I've gone, I've put um, the LT and Dream in the world title match against, it's not going to be title for title, just LT and Dream versus Johnny Gargano. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'll still have Dream as the North American champion, but he's just, have, he'll just be against Johnny Gargano. I was going to put yeah. Pete Dunne in it, but I'm hoping Pete Dunne will be on the main roster. Yeah. Um, so your world match. title match? Yeah, last match. Um, See, it's it's very difficult because you could have one on, you could have had a, a one four match last night, and then uh, got controversy and stuff, and then gone to two out of three falls. Yeah, you kind of go back on yourself. Uh, but yeah, Cole versus Gargano again. Oh, um, yeah. I'm just not sure of the stipulation. Uh, maybe a submission match. Oh, Cole. A okay, cage match to keep to keep the rest of the. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, we've got Some, a cage match. Something to keep the undisputed there, or else that'd be good. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Alright, well, thank you for joining us today. Uh, follow us on Twitter, at BBGWPod, search Broken But Glorious on Instagram and all the other good social medias, <laughs> and Facebook. Um, and yeah, join us for our review of WrestleMania 35. Whoa, yeah. whoa, <laughs> WrestleMania. Yeah, and if you're listening to it on the day we release it, check out all of his books. You can download them for free on Kindle. Yep. Yeah. That was for you, Nick. The, the singing. <laughs> cool.